Hey guys, Laura here. I wanted to invite you to my Authenticity Workshop on Friday, May 24th. The title of this workshop is Authentic Expression and Why It Will Make You Wealthy. And I use the word wealthy not specifically in the traditional sense, although that's true as well, but also holistically wealthy, um, leading to a life of joy, abundance, and expansion. Because when we learn to authentically express, there's nothing more powerful. And once we learn it and we bring it to our nurse coaching practice, it echoes into over into every other area of our life. So come for this interactive workshop. It's 30 bucks. You need to register. Link will be in the bio. Thank you. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby, both board-certified nurse coaches, show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. Today it is Laura and Shelby coming at you live after our retreat. And we were sitting here deciding what to talk about, what's important. And we chose this topic because I think that it came up a lot at retreat of uh, the dark and disturbing and painful experiences of wanting to quit. And we wanted to create a really practical podcast episode so that you could listen to it when it happens, not if it happens, when, and maybe multiple times your first year, especially your first year. And just talking about some different frameworks, some perspectives, and of course, urging you to always lean into your lead mentor early and often when this thought starts to rear its ugly head. But before we get started, I wanted to say that at the time that this is going to air, we're most likely sold out for 2023, but we are already enrolling for January 2024. Uh, January cohorts are the largest. It tends to be pretty fast moving just based on the time of year that it is. It also will be getting the 94 CEUs. We're super stoked about that. But the cool part is, is you can enroll now. You can pay your $2,000 deposit. You can get into the preceptorship course and you can hang out every other week on warm up calls for the rest of the year. Uh, for free. There's no additional charge for that. It's just added value. Even if you're in CERT, but you know you want to start, we uh, this is the only time of year we recommend securing your spot a lot earlier. It's our, our biggest enrollment. It's our busiest, usually October, November, and December. We are doing application calls all week long. And um, I think we only have 34 spots left. So if one of those spots has your name on it, don't wait. Do an app call with us. We can come up with a plan for you to feel supported wherever you are while you wait for your launch in January. Mm-hmm. Hey, Shelby. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I'm excited about January this year because I get to participate in January this year. Um, yeah. I had a baby January 2nd of this year, so I was a little out of commission. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm feeling into January this year. I got to cover one of our January groups for Sean, our lead coach, who was also out on maternity leave, her and I like swapped and being with that January group was a lot of, was a lot of fun for the 12 weeks that I got to hang out with them. Um, there's just, yeah, there's something special about January energy. So if you've been Mm -hmm. waiting just to jump in, like now's your time. We have CEUs now for our January crew. Now is, uh, literally never been better to start. Yeah. 
in January. Um, but I'm doing good. I, um, as all of our retreat participants know, drove to Georgia this time with my family. My family was present for the retreat. And then we drove home and I just got back yesterday. Today's Friday. I got back on Thursday or no Wednesday. I don't even know. It was a long, (laughs) I drove, we drove almost 2000 miles, um, with two kids under five. So that was an adventure. It was mostly good, except for the last like 90 minutes. Rosie was just like, I'm done. I'm Get done. me out of the car. I'm going to scream my head off for the last 90 minutes. But like 90 minutes out of, I don't know, 30 hours. Not too bad for a yeah. second. Not too bad. Which, uh, yeah, Rosie wanted to quit, which is a good segue into our <laughs> podcast episode today about what to do with you when you want to quit. Yeah. Um, I just want to start by saying that like, just because you want to quit, it kind of, it it's expected. It's normal. If you didn't have this thought, I would be maybe a little concerned. Um, we might be living in la la land, but like, this is so regular. This is a part of the process. Right. Um, and a lot of times I feel like we experience this desire to quit or we start to question, like, is this really what I want to do? And the the slope is the slipperiest little motherfucker. Like it is, yeah. <laughs> it is like you just start running down this slippery slope of like worst case scenario. So we hope to give you um a few things to like slow your roll and chew on. Yes. Today. That would be most helpful. Yeah. I think we want to kind of start with what we see. When do our nurse coaches want to quit? When did we want to quit? And there's these really predictable scenarios. And I'll give you just a few of them. Uh, If we have clients on payment plans or you have clients on payment plans and they experience a really difficult month partnered with not a lot of results, partnered Mm -hmm. with any kind of financial stress, then when it comes time to pay you, the slippery slope gets vertical. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's the perfect storm to to quit and to not have to pay or to not, or decide not to pay, even though you said that you would. Um, which is why we we encourage pay in full. We incentivize pay in full. It's not because Shelby and I want you to, to give us all your money up front. It's but for us. We want you to give your energy up front and your commitment up front for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's. Um... I mean, I've even had this experience myself whenever I was in my second year of coaching, the price tag went from 10K to 20K and my coach, she front loaded the payments because of this, right? She, it was four payments of $5,000 and they were monthly right out of the gate. I wasn't making that kind of money consistently in my second year of business Uh yet. And, um, I remember getting, so it was like month one. And I was like, okay. And then I didn't make any, I didn't have any signed any clients. And then month two, I was like, my credit cards are maxed. Like, well, okay. The credit card I had was maxed uh-huh. and I didn't problem solve at all. I just came to the call freaking out of like, I don't know how I'm going to, I don't know. How am I going to pay it? What do you think? I just like kind of hoping that she would kick me out, you know? And, um, she didn't, she just said, okay, yeah, you're going to take a deep breath and you're going to figure it out. That's it. You're going to figure it out. Um, And I did. But um, I mean, paying that off and knowing that I wasn't having any more payments coming was like a huge relief. And then I I was in for the rest of the year, right? Like 
I'll figure it out. I got all year to figure it out. So um, super common, have people pay in full, people that pay in full get the, I think they get the most out of their experience, not just in return of investment, like money ROI, but um, it's the least amount of stress too. Yeah. Cause right. it's already done. It's already done. Yeah. There's also another predictable moment that I want to offer our mentees of like around weeks 12 to 16 or sometimes even eight to 16, you're going to have your first freak out of like, this is so much harder than I thought it was going to be. It's just as hard as Lauren Shelby said. I thought I was special. I thought I was going to bypass it. And here I am kicking and screaming, kind of pissed. Why isn't this easier? Um, that's yeah. also a really predictable moment as well. Yes. Yep. And um, or... What happens in our method is when you start reaching out to people and inviting them into conversations, there's this natural warm circle of people that come to mind and they're the easiest, the least amount of fear to reach out to them. And when that dries up or you're complete with that first round, and then you start having to change the level of comfort for inviting, or Mm -hmm. you're going to start then that people like no one's saying yes. Where do you find people? No one's responding to my posts. No one's coming to my events. And I have to remind them it's because you've only been in business for 16 weeks, right? Like there, there's not a lot of humans on earth that know what you do yet or, or know, like, and trust you or think that you're relevant. Like this is a, a, a marathon and you've gotten your first blister and it hurts a little bit. And don't worry. Like we, we can bandage it up. We can run a different gate. There's all these things we can do. Uh, but I feel like that's the other, the other time that people, if they freak out because they can't, their, their fear of talking to humans they don't know tells them that nobody wants to buy coaching and no one, no one's interested because their circle's so small and they're afraid to go out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also really true. Really true. And then I'll just throw this one in there too. It's like whenever you've been in business for six days and your partner's like, so where are all of your paid clients? That's a really good oh, uh, yeah. freak out point too. Um, totally. Yep. That's an exaggeration. I've never had anybody as fast as six days have their partner freak out. But um, your, uh, your tolerance for discomfort is usually always bigger than your partner's tolerance for discomfort when it comes to your vision and your goal. So like, you're like, yep, I know this is going to be a wild ride and I'm here for the ping pong, you know, just like total, man, I really want to say the F word a lot today, but total fuckery (laughs) that is the first year (laughs) of business. And, um, your partner doesn't right. Like they, they might have different views, opinions, all of the things, um, especially our partners that are entrepreneurs themselves and like to give advice, you know, there's, there's like easy, like pitfall moments, um, that then you take it on, right? Like their worry becomes your worry. And then we're all worrying until, until you get on a call and then we can quiet those fears a little bit. Ooh, I just, I just got a, a flashback of someone who quit and I've said it before, but I'll kind of tell this story again in this context is also for those of you who do have partners that are entrepreneurs in different industries, or you have family members who are entrepreneurs in different industries, or, uh, you are in our, in our container for 16 weeks, you haven't made a hundred thousand dollars yet. You're starting to think that me and Shelby are full of shit. We don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) 
So you start consuming other coaches' content that has different strategies than ours, and then you become more confused. And it's like, well, if this didn't work in four months, then it must be the the method and the strategy. And and you go and you try to find another strategy and you kind of keep jumping strategies. That's another way to quit. Mm -hmm. We ask you to trust us for a year. It's, it's, we just ask you to, if you can, if you, if you've, if you've come this far, if you've paid us, if you've committed to your your group, we ask you to put some blinders on and trust us and monofocus for a year. Um, because what what happens when you try to find easier, softer ways is there's lots of business coaches and programs that will offer you that. Yeah. And um, and then what happens is what I've had happen is that people come back mm-hmm. um, when our program used to be shorter. Um it, it's kind of like if you were lo- losing weight, if you if you hired someone like a personal trainer or you hired like a dietitian and you didn't reach your goal weight in 12 weeks, and then somebody at the medical weight loss clinic tells you, if I, if I give you fentermine and you don't eat, you're going to lose weight faster. Like, right. It's like, there's just, there's um, our, our ego wants the easier, faster way. We understand that um, there's just some parts of this you can't rush yeah. and, and stay stay. And, and, uh, this kind of leads us to any other ones. I mean, any other common reasons for contemplating quitting financial stress, lack of progress, lots of no's, lots of rejection partner in your ear. Yeah. Um, get- that those are, those are the main ones. I'm trying to reflect to see if there was any other extra reasons I wanted to quit. Oh, becoming a mom was a big one. That was going to be my ticket out. Um, yeah, I just, I like, and and this wasn't enough to get me going, but I was like, all right, I got seven months. Let's see what sort of magic I can make happen in seven months. And then I'll bail. That was it. And I was at a retreat or no, an event. And the coach leading the session was like, you know where your next resistance point is. So instead of like being surprised when you get there, call it out. What's the plan? How are you going to navigate it? And that yeah. was mine. Um, and so had I not had that moment, I don't know what would have, I don't know. I like to, yeah, I like to think I would still end, have ended up here, but like, who knows? It's interesting how yeah. things will play out like that. Yeah. I had a, like a stay at home mom fantasy that happened for about three weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I had a start of my business. I quit my job and Evan was working overtime and and I mean, he could work overtime and I didn't really need to work. And it's not like we were rich, but everything kind of stayed the same for me. Um, yeah. And I like felt the allure of, you know, I actually just really want a simple life and I just want to stay at home and I want to bake bread. Yeah. And I want to, uh, and I like, you know what? I just explored that and I realized that it just wasn't enough it was more of fear and that I could have some version of both. Um, it was yeah. not m- mutually exclusive. I could bake bread and do things with my kids with my newfound freedom in my schedule, but it didn't have to be all or nothing. So that was the only time where I really considered, uh, I mean, it was really the safe way, like just shrinking back into the shadows, right? Like I was, <laughs> I was out on stage and I was tired of it and it hurt and I was scared and I was like, Ooh, society would applaud me for shrinking back into this, the shadows. It was mm-hmm. just like really sneaky. Yeah. I mean, like, and in those moments too, team, it feels really valid 
Like yes, it, it's real. It's so real. And like, gosh, I like, I just remember not even being aware of my own resistance in those really sneaky moments. Like it, it really yeah. is um, blinding to your vision. Almost. It's just, just slowly sneaks over your eyes and convinces you to, to be small. Um, but luckily for entrepreneurs and also luckily for nurse coaches, your vision kind of haunts you. So you'll know. So like, if you think that yeah. you want to quit, just like be okay. Quit for a month and see like, yes, see how it goes. Do you miss it? Is it keeping you up at night? Like, do you look at your Facebook and you're angry at everybody else doing the thing and you're not, you know, um, you, you can, you can, um, fake quit <laughs> for a few. Yeah. Weeks. We have people do that. We yeah. totally have people do that. It's really great to do that. It's great to do that, uh, to indulge a little bit, to allow for some of that. Totally. Um, I'm going to jump ahead, even though this is not the, the order that we were going to talk about this in, but the earlier that you can loop in your mentor to the sneaky plans that you have, the better you're going to do. Um, people hide this because they don't want to disappoint their mentor. I hear this all the time. I don't want to, I don't think I really want to be a coach, Laura, and I just didn't want to disappoint you. I don't want you to be disappointed in me. Yeah. And um, it's not our job to uh, just cheerlead only one way of this working out for you. We're always wanting to understand. And to be honest, I've told people, it sounds like you don't want to be a coach and you want to do this other thing. And we use the container for, I had a client who switched to breath work. She really didn't want to do coaching. She wanted to do breath work. She started a breath work certification. She stayed in the group. And guess what? Having a breath work practice is very similar to having a nurse coaching practice. All the same stuff still applies. Mm-hmm. Um, we're open for this morphing. Some people end up in jobs they couldn't have imagined because of opportunities that they have because of the kind of work that they've done. And they're afraid to tell me because it's like, but that could be perfect for you. And that's not failing and that's not quitting. It's pivoting. Yeah. Um, include your mentor because we might be able to help you pivot. Pivoting feels forward momentum. It feels creative. It feels on purpose. It's not quitting. And sometimes even just framing the same actions in a different way can create less suffering for you and allow you to still show up in the group or show up in your coaching container and still get what you need from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I have... I don't want to say this happens all the time, but it's happened probably like three or four times to where people completely like, like thinking of one most recently of, um, it was like, I don't know, 14, 16 weeks in. And someone was like, I really, she's very spiritual. And she's like, I'm getting signs to slow down and to like be still and to, to like explore X, Y, and Z. Um, and I asked her like, how can you leverage the space? to make that happen for you or to be a source of accountability or source of whatever you need. Um, and she has leaned full force in to that has done no coaching, nothing. And I had a call with her a few weeks ago and she was like, like, thank you so much for holding the space for me or else I wouldn't have done it. I just would have like repeated old patterns over and over and over again. And I wouldn't have stayed committed to the thing that I was getting nudged to do. Um, and so like, we can, as, as your lead coach, lead mentor, there's like so much space to just play in that too. Yes. If, it, if it pivots, right. Um, because then we leave empowered and you still get to leverage the space somehow. And then it's not like I couldn't do the thing 
because Laura was disappointed in me or because Shelby yeah. wanted me to be a coach and I wasn't, right? There's that's like we're super victimy. So um yeah. lean in. Yeah, we've been your coach. It's helpful. It's what you paid for. Every story of entrepreneurs has these they're they're all rich. They're all colorful. Like entrepreneurial uh origin stories are super fun to like hear, uh, to hear everybody's. There are so many pivots and sidesteps and unknowns and things that happen. And that's not quitting. Like, right? Like mm-hmm. even this client of yours that just listened to this spiritual nudge to slow down that we don't know what her origin story is as an entrepreneur. Like this could be the thing that created the the knowledge of the space to create the thing that she needed to. And that was the only way through. So I, I, I think we have this very, uh, and maybe it's partially, partially me and Shelby's fault, the way we talk about <laughs> it. But I think that, uh, we can sometimes have this very defined and narrow view of what it's supposed to be. And if we sense that we're going off course or we are further from this ideal that something's gone wrong and we should just quit. Whereas I say, we just play a different game. We create yeah. new rules, new goals, new vision. And we play a different game and that's not quitting. That That's uh, actually all entrepreneurs have to play that game really well. The pivot. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as my dad would say, he doesn't listen to this podcast, but if he did, he would laugh. But uh, if everything always went according to plan, then you wouldn't have any stories to tell. And so this is, you're just collecting, you're collecting your future marketing, honestly, for whatever you end yes. up doing. That's what you're doing right now. And if you're in a season of pivoting, that's all it is. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. Um, okay. So reach out to your coach. Also, this is a good time to reflect and to do a little bit of yes. an assessment too. Yeah. Um. So like, oh, what is that thing that our mentor says? Like really close, closed focus and open focus? And open focus. Yeah. That, that, so it's basically like, what is, if you're looking at the piece of paper six inches in front of you, if you back up to 600,000 feet all the way, all the way out, like how does the problem look different? Um, yeah. And be as objective as you possibly can. This is likely a pretty emotional moment for you, um, which is why it's helpful to loop in support. But like, step back, think of all of the things that you've already done. Give yourself credit, celebrate if you can, practice some gratitude, like list out some facts of like, I've been in business for six weeks. I have a signed client. Like those are huge wins. So big. Right. Yeah. So definitely self-reflection on everything that you've done, right? You're all the testimonials you have from your pro bono clients that you've gone through certs, sat for your boards, opened your business, had all these conversations. And that moment that you want to quit is might just be a moment to pause and look back mm-hmm. and to, to receive and to be aware of who you actually are and how far that you've come. And I'm going to share one story I had from my small group at retreat that I love. And I see this too, is, uh, we had, a, a an old student of mine, who's not my, my mentee client, but she's in my small group is really into, she's going to know who, who I'm talking about, but I won't say your name. She's really into numerology and astrology. So like she's, she's going through a stressful time in her life and that's what she's Her brain is just consuming and, and is just immersed in it and she's excited about it and all everybody wants readings from her and wants to talk about it like 
just lit on fire on these two these two things. And yet in her brain thought, that's not nurse coaching. That's not my practice. Mm-hmm. And so it was gearing towards, I think I made a mistake because I think I might want to do something totally different. And in the cool thing is, is there's no rules. You could be yeah. a nurse coach that ha- that teaches numerology, that teaches astrology, that does readings as part of mm-hmm. your marketing, that has offers, that has intellectual property around these topics. There's a thousand ways to make whatever you're interested in be a part of your practice. And uh, but you don't know that your first year. You it's just you don't connect those dots. Permission to explore. Um, when I gave her permission that this could be really great, this could be how her business blows up and she should be doing this if she's called to it. There's probably a reason. She was so excited, mm-hmm. like, like reinvigorated, like can't wait and was mm-hmm. thinking about quitting or thinking about it might not be the right move, right? Like, yeah. I think I might've made a mistake. A mistake. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, we'll say it again here. The, the world of coaching is so much more than traditional health and wellness. Coaching. Yes. Right. It's so much. And I think that it, of course it's holistic It all intertwined. So it all comes health and wellness yes. will come up. Um, but selling losing 15 pounds does not work anymore. You know, like it, we have to find another way in and, um, it might be tarot and numerology and astrology and all of these things. Um, right. Yeah. That nurse coach is really magical. She sent me a reading after the retreat in my, oh, in my Facebook DMs. And I was like, dude, it was spot on. It was great. Um, yeah. So yes, there's, if, if I re- also remember two at a time when I was new in my practice, my mother-in-law has been like an ER nurse for almost 40 years. And uh, this is not true. She never once has passed judgment on my nurse coaching at all, but I had this false belief that she was going to think that I wasn't a nurse, that I was less than, or like all of this bullshit. And I remember the coaching call where that like kind of came out. I really didn't know that I was holding onto that. Um, and, cause I was stepping more away from health and wellness into like the life coaching kind of stuff. And it was so heavy. Like I bawled my eyes out and my coach was like, that is not yours. It's not even true. Like, it's not even true. She doesn't even think those things, you know, she doesn't think those things, but like your subconscious clung to that as a point of resistance to keep you small. And it was, um, so again, of like, if you were in a season of like, I'm, I'm in transition or I'm jumping niches or ideal clients, um, that's okay. Like it, it's, it's all one thing that leads to the next. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've heard that you guys like statistics <laughs> and we look up some statistics. Now these are like new businesses from the, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Um, and the reason why our mentorship is a year long is because we know that quitting is the number one pathology <laughs> that we're fighting, yeah. right? Like if whatever we can do to just get you through the first two or three times you want to quit into the other side, then your likelihood of, of, of having a long-term practice goes up by so many percentage points. Uh, I mean, how many practices do you know of your colleagues? They're just dead on arrival because they never tried. That's mm-hmm. So that's the first one. You take cert and then you never try for all the good reasons that people give. And then there's this other group that emerges, you guys, our clients who give it a shot and make this investment and this time investment. 
Um, and then we have to get you through these humps, these like really predictable humps of wanting to quit your first year. And then honestly, probably once a year after, and we're on year five, and there was a week where it was iffy for me, and I was a little scared. <laughs> uh, but I knew not to burn it all down. I knew to like, I had tools. Um, yeah, I had tools to get through it. Um, so this is a muscle. We want to quit our jobs all the time, but we get in trouble. So we don't. Um, this is no different. Just because you're working for yourself with your own vision, it doesn't mean that every day of work you're gonna it's gonna feel like the dream. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I thought it would. You know, it's even if you have the the most aligned, perfect business, you're making so much money, your life is perfect. You are going to have days that you don't want to do it for yeah. whatever reasons. Um, nothing's gone wrong. Nothing's yeah. gone wrong. So. of new businesses fail within their first two years. It's actually, that's lower than I thought. So I was really happy about that. And then about 45% do not survive beyond five years. And I I say those statistics, not because they're necessarily uh, relevant to the nurse coaching community. We're gathering our own statistics. Um, If you don't quit and you have some kind of coach or mentor, it's a hundred percent chance you survive behind a hundred percent that you survive beyond five years, in my opinion. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, most of our community is, I mean, we're just touching the five-year mark this year. So yeah. most of our community is behind us oh, and, and, yeah. and the, in the timeline of things. Um, so like really we're just getting started to be able to know what this looks like for us. Um, but every coach I know, every coach I've hired every nurse coach I know that just is constantly plugging into support doesn't quit. They don't quit. They pivot, but they don't quit. Um, And I mean, if we think about it as like a startup mentality, all of you are in a startup of a business. It's a, it's a grind. It's a hustle. It's a big evolution between years one and five. I like even taking a brief second to reflect back of like whenever you and I partnered back together, we're like not even the same people as back then, you know? Um, And so like you're on a roller coaster with no seatbelt and we're just like, you just, your, your, your coach or your mentor or your guide is the one holding you in the chair, right? Like that's yeah. like, you like glued in. Well, they're holding you in the chair and they're saying, do you want to hold on tight? Or do you want to say yay and throw your hands in the air? <laughs> yeah. Like, right. Like that's, I, I'd like to think of all of our, our clients after retreat, they're on the roller coaster, but they've all got their hands in the air and they're giggling yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. And and so being plugged into support does not mean that you have a business coach every day for the rest of your life. It can look like having a hypnotherapist, having a therapist, having mm-hmm. a, a numerology consultant, having <laughs> yeah. a, a business strategist. Uh, I might join a, a group of entrepreneur, like high level entrepreneurs, and they're all men. I just got this proposed to me, Shelby. I haven't told you about it yet. We'll talk about it later. Uh, that are about. I'd love to be in a community with like men doing awesome things in business that's not coaching related just to be around them because they, mm-hmm. they can hold me in all the things. So um, being plugged in with other human beings that are changing and growing and are visionaries, I think that it's the community you surround yourself with can be so, so helpful. So, so, so helpful. Yeah. I think I've said this quote too. Oh, I w- want to look it up to see 
I think I might butcher these stats, but um, you guys just give me some grace around this. But I, I read this thing a few months ago about how if you like they did a I'm pretty sure it was like a college like Harvard yeah. a long-term study Stanford something they did a, a study around people who work in cubicles at like corporate yes and if you sit around high achievers like if you are just sitting around hiring higher achieving people than you you will improve your performance by like 15 percent yes and I was like oh, I know exactly what you're talking about yeah 15 percent and then if you if you are around people who are underperforming, who you are the the biggest fish in the room, um, you what underperform by like thirty percent? Yes, like you pay you pay such a bigger price tag to hang around people who are not doing the thing. Um, yes, so I think that's what is such a benefit to the community aspect to our program too. Is that like yeah, you by all of all of our clients stepping into that container you're opting to be the the biggest fish in the pond right and so all of you together get to to grow together um but yeah the the price is bigger to hang around people who are not doing yeah. the thing yeah significant you know, what, you know what i heard today it's so off topic but i think it'd be cool to say out loud <laughs> Because it's it's, this, it's along those same lines. It's uh like all the way that we look at things, and just when we think about quitting. Um, if we were to think about quitting as, um, let's say that I'm going to use our mentorship as an example, but this can be for anybody, for any of you selling. If you think of the mentorship as you're paying sixteen thousand dollars for an ATM, mm-hmm. and you have to use the ATM daily to get all the money out, that like the ROI. Yeah. Um. And you paid for the $16,000 for the ATM, but you didn't get the $16,000 back in 16 weeks. And even though it's active for another five years, you just choose to not use it, to not apply it. Um, Mm. And the way that it was described, it's like he asked, the speaker asked the group, it was a bunch of uh, gym owners. He was doing like a a speech at a gym owner's convention. And he was like, ask some dude in the audience, like, how much did you make, Lester, man? And he's like, 180,000. And he's like, awesome. He's like, how much do you think it cost you to not make a million dollars? He goes, what? <laughs> he's like, it cost you 880 or no, $820,000 to not make a million dollars. Um, do you think there's anybody in the world that would charge less than that to help you learn how to do that? And he said that part of his success is that he never didn't spend money to learn how to to do more uh, from someone who's done it before him. Like just the the willingness to put mentorship and to put learning above all other things. Um, it was an extreme example, but yeah. it reminded me uh, of us and like a lot of the things that we've done where we've seemingly paid a, a crazy amount of money for very nuanced small changes that have changed the trajectory. And has made us what we are today. Totally. Yeah, man. It's kind of wild. I can't wait for for more nurse coaches to be at this five-year mark and be able to reflect back. Oh my gosh. And be like, remember all of those times I wanted to quit and all of those times I went crazy and all of those times I lost my mind over SOPs, you know, like 
Yeah. Just to be able to reflect with more of you is going to be like <laughs> really great for me. <laughs> we'll, ho- we'll host a retreat so we can just yeah. all talk about that stuff. Totally. Yeah. It'd be yeah. great. It'd be great. Uh, all right, team. Well, I do want to leave you with one last food for thought here of like, okay, Shelby and Laura, I listened to this. I hear you and I still want to quit. I really don't think that this is yeah. me. I want to leave you with this last nugget. And then if this is you, reach out to your coach right after you end this episode. But you are allowed to quit only on a good day. You can quit on a good day. You cannot quit on a bad day. Yeah. Because it's really easy to quit on a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. Sign a client and then you can quit. Yeah. Sign a client, then you can quit. Oh. (laughs) Oh. All right, team. Thanks for joining us for this episode. We will be seeing you in the Facebook group, the Successful Nurse Coaches (laughs) Facebook group. yeah, come come hang out. Come be a part of the crew. If you're interested in the mentorship for January, holler, let us know. We are um, not enrolling anymore this year. We're just really focusing on getting some high quality people for the January start. And uh, yeah, we'll see you same time, same place next week. See you later. Bye. Bye.